Welcome to Anchored with Mike Robinson. As you listen today, you will discover what it means to have Jesus Christ as the anchor of your soul. Let's discover him and find purpose today. Wow, we seem to get just started every time. I'm here with uh, a special guest, Skylar Linderman, uh, who pastors in Morgantown, West Virginia, with his wife, Michelle, and their two children, and uh, their church's house of his presence. Um, I'm excited to watch what God's doing in their lives, and uh, it's great to have you back with us, Skylar. Yeah, that's so great to be with you, and yeah, we're excited as well. It's just uh, really encouraging uh, what the Lord is doing and just His heart for this region, His heart for this nation, and so we're we're excited to see what all the Lord will do for sure. Amen. I'm, we're we're really, I guess we're gonna. Uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit, yeah, um, you know, and you got a scripture you're going to read today to get us started on that again. So this, I guess this will be the third part we're talking <laughs> about being filled with the Holy Spirit. So John 20 and 21 says, so Jesus said to them again, peace be with you as the father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, that's so, that's so powerful that he, uh, he, he breathed on them. Uh, we know the word pneuma in, in the Greek is breath. And uh, the breath of the Holy Spirit, he's, he was showing what was going to happen. Right. And, and then we, last time we talked about Acts 1 and 8 about where, um, you know, he gives us power to be witnesses. When, the, right. when that day of Pentecost came, he came and he breathed on them. And they, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and wow, uh, that got the ball rolling on everything that we're experiencing today. Absolutely. Yeah, and I love also he said, don't leave Jerusalem until you're endued with power mm -hmm. from on high. In other words, you cannot fulfill what I've called you to do until you are filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit. Well, that's good. And so I, I, Jesus really emphasized this right before he ascended into heaven, and and uh, we see the 120 that, that waited, that prayed, and they had their eyes fixed uh, upon the Lord, they they could have very easily. I mean, there's accounts that 500 saw Jesus um, after he had risen from the dead. So there was only 120 there in the upper room. So there's a possibility there that there was 500, but only 120 made mm -hmm. it to those 10 days. I believe is probably what it was from when he ascended to heaven till the day of Pentecost. Yes. And so it was almost like a days of testing. 10 being like days of testing yes. and. And uh, I, I would encourage you, if you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't give up. Right. You don't back down. No. I mean, Jesus said, keep asking, keep knocking, and uh, you, you remain persistent mm -hmm. in that the Father wants to give you Holy Spirit. He wants to fill yes. you. He wants to baptize you way more than you want to be filled. So just keep pushing and, and do not be denied. Right. And it's very it's very simple, you know. Um, it, it's, it's very... Uh, I want to call it uh, excellent or elegant or how the Holy Spirit is dealings with us in our lives. You know, um, back to the 500, you know, I saw Jeremiah Johnson put up a post that uh, that was only 24% showed up. So pastors shouldn't be discouraged when only 24% <laughs> shows yeah. up, you know, and 24% maybe, I hope 24% want revival. Yeah. But, you know, when we talk about him, you know, I, I remember... And there's all all types of theories on being filled with the Holy Spirit and in, in the church within the church. But you know, I remember people 
like, you know, coming at an altar and praying with you. And I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. We, you know, people praying and they would have Terry meetings where they waited on the Holy Spirit. But sometimes there's pressure in that that yeah. was undue, I believe, right. you know. It, it's uh, it was so beautiful when I wasn't in in the church or in a church setting um, the first time that I spoke in tongues or when I was filled with the Holy Spirit I was I was actually driving a work van and along the road and I was singing praise God praise God to the tune of Amazing Grace <laughs> and uh, I just started to well up with tears in my eyes and I had to where I couldn't drive I had to pull off the road <laughs> and I just lifted my hands to the Lord when I shut that van off and began to just sing that and all of a sudden you know one syllable came to me in the I was crying and and just one syllable came to me like la you know mm-hmm. and 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 uh, all of a sudden um, more some more came and I just kept I kept I stayed in that place of worship not really knowing I didn't really ex- understand what was happening I, I love how the book of Acts opens and it says um, everything Jesus began to do and teach now, I always say that sometimes Jesus does you and then he teaches you later on what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so that was me. Yeah. He, Jesus did me. He he uh he really poured out his spirit. He baptized me in the Holy Spirit. And then as I learned the scriptures as reading the book of Acts that you know, everybody tries to say that was just for one time, but it wasn't. You you read the book of Acts and it moves on from Acts 1 to Acts 2 to Acts 10, which is years later, to Acts 19. And we see different people being filled with the Holy Spirit, knowing that, that the book of Acts still continues with us today. But it, it was just, it was so beautiful. And like I said, uh, Margaret Viss was a spiritual mom to us. She she said, you know, a lot of kids are they get yelled at or screamed at at home and they don't want screamed at at church, you right. know. And so when when kids come to an altar, she would always say, you know, she was taught and she taught me this just, you know, she simply would lay her one hand on their stomach cuz it comes from the inside, not the outside. It comes from right. our inner man. Mm-hmm. And one hand on their back and she would explain to them, you don't need to yell. I don't need to yell at you. You just need to ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And she would always say, if one syllable comes out, this is something you've never learned. You know, it's unlearned. Um, We know that it can be a heavenly language or it can be an earthly language, but it's an unlearned language. Um, And so God will will pour out his spirit on us. And I found out, we've seen at Firebrand, we've seen dozens and dozens, probably hundreds by now, people um, fill with the Holy Spirit just in that way. And and still, even in the church today, it's... it's, um, it's powerful, beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's hard to describe in English, in our human reasoning, what God does. But I really do know this about God. He Sometimes he does you, and sometimes he teaches you. And so you have to be open Yeah. to be filled. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the key. And I think what gets in our way from receiving is is our thinking. Mm-hmm. I've heard one person say it's it's our ego and not necessarily our, our pride, although that can be part of it. But we're trying to figure it out in our head. How is this going to work? And what am I, it, we have to just I, I think I had such an easy, easy time receiving is, I guess, because I had an easy time not thinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I spent many years doing that. Yeah. But but I'm, in all seriousness, it's just I wanted whatever God had for me. I read it in the Bible, so I had no doubt that it was for me. Mm-hmm. And so I just received the same, same type of experience. Um, you know, I was just worshiping, and nobody laid hands on me or anything. Same thing happened with Michelle. She was by herself uh, worshiping. And so 
It doesn't have to be in a service. It could be right where you are right now. And uh, you just say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus Jesus said, if you ask the Father uh, for um, a piece of bread, he's not going to give you a stone. Right. Um, so he, he's going he wants to give you Holy Spirit. He's, he's not withholding him from you. The only thing that's hindering is, is our, our thinking, our, our critical thinking. And we have to really just get beyond that and just, just receive, just receive Amen. and begin speaking in tongues, begin releasing those, those syllables. And it's just amazing what, what God does. And I think it's significant that, that, that it's, through tongues that were, um, like I said, we don't want to make this all about tongues, right. but it's like it's like the entrance in into the the greater things that He has for us. But our tongue, it, we have to get our tongues out of the way to yes. walk in the fullness. And, and I feel like that's a, a representation of submitting our tongues over to God and, and saying, God, I trust you also with my tongue. Mm-hmm. Fill me, and no matter how foolish it might look, it's. I mean, the Bible says the foolish things of, of the world is what he uses to bring glory uh, yeah. to his name. Yeah, and confound the wise. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I believe him, I believe one reason we speak in tongues is because we are submitting and surrendering our tongue to the Lord. I don't know about you, but I did a lot of damage with my tongue, with, yeah. with uh, you know, cursing, with sarcasm, with anger. And, but I learned this, every spiritual weapon is launched through our mouth. It comes through the tongue. So the importance of speaking and the importance of speaking faith, the importance of speaking God words, God's word, we never should underestimate the power of our confession because that's how it happens. I always said if Jesus could have thought demons out, he would, right. but, he, but he cast them out by speaking. Yeah. He spoke in that, that temptation in the wilderness. He said, it is written. And if he could have just thought that to the enemy, it would it would it would show us an example. But he spoke it, and yeah. so we understand that Second Corinthians four thirteen says we believe, and therefore we speak. We speak what we believe, and I think by surrendering that tongue, it it opens us up to everything, and and to even to speak as a preacher, I believe, or as a witness to somebody. It opens us up to say, God, if you if you drop it in in me to say, I will say it yeah. because I've already surrendered my tongue to you in a way that I've never understood before. And uh, you know, I like what you said about not thinking. You know, Mags uh, used to say, "Just you got to put your head under your armpit for a minute." <laughs> 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 and, and that was her yeah. way of saying, you know, no human reasoning. This isn't received by the mind. Right. It's received into the spirit and. It, when the Holy Spirit comes on us, it's not a thought. It dawns on us in our spirit. We have an awakening. We, the light bulb goes off, so to speak, in our spirit. And we, we learn to discern all that as we walk with God. If a new Christian's out there today listening and say, I've never, like in the book of Acts, never heard whether there be such a thing as the Holy Spirit, you know, or, or the baptism in the Holy Spirit, then it, like you and I, it, it, when it came to us, we wanted, we hunger. I thought, I want everything God has, man. I... I promised God, I said, I partied so hard that whenever I, whatever I do for you, I'm going to go hard as hard as I did when I partied. And I've Amen. tried to keep that for this last 33 years to, <laughs> to do that same thing. And, and I believe it's by the empowerment of the Holy Spirit I've been able to do that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And that's just the same thing I pray for my boys. And when I, I tuck them in at night and when I'm praying throughout the day that 
that they would experience Holy Spirit at a, at a young age and that they would walk with yes. Him all the days of their life and and that we 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 pass this on you know to Amen. to the next generation. I know that's what Firebrand is all about. Yes, um, it, is that we want this generation that's coming up, which I believe is the generation that's going to turn this nation back to God. It's not going to be by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Yes. And it's going to be the unlikelies and those that just truly submit to Him. And, and you that are listening right now, you can be one of those. Mm-hmm. You can be one of those that, that goes out and changes history. It, it's, it's very simple. Jesus said, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you'll be my witnesses into all of the world. This is what this is it. Yes. This is what it's all about. It is being full of him and taking him to a lost and a dying world. Right. And I believe I believe today we're speaking to people who have a call in their life. Yeah. I don't know what what they're called to do for God, but they're 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 receiving a calling right now as we share this. And I believe that that they ha- they they're going to understand what we're saying today and God's going to speak to them that it's all important they be filled with the spirit and for this generation you pray over your boys I pray over my girls you know and and all of our youth and kids at church but it's like I want them to have that firsthand experience you and I have had yeah. cuz I know nothing else will do right. like like I want them to be ruined for just having a church service. I want them to be firebrands, yeah. you know, in their generation. And so I'm just going to pray today, Father. Um, I thank you right now that you're speaking to somebody out there. You're speaking to men and women, girls and boys today. You're, you're. There's callings um, out there today that you're calling people to go deeper, to go further, to go into ministry, whether it's out in the marketplace or in the church, you're calling them into that place. And I pray today, God, they would be so hungry that they would just say, fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord, fill me afresh, fill me anew, empower me, God. And I believe you to do that today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today. You can find us at anchorchurch.live. Please let us know you're listening by filling out the digital connection card on our website. Again, that's anchorchurch.live. Remember, stand firm, stay anchored to Jesus, and you will weather any storm.